0: Alright, let's do a mic check real quick. Why don't you just say something, anything into the microphone,
1: George? Hey everybody, hi, my name is George Anthony, and um, yeah, this is how I sound, this is who I am, this is what I'm about. If they can only see how you look. that's how it gets 1985, I arrived. 33 years, damn I'm grateful I survived. We wasn't supposed to get past 25. Jokes on you, motherfucker, we alive.
0: And roll, buddy George Anthony. How hey, are you, sir? I'm very well, sir. How are you, George Anthony Garza? Not, not many people know, yeah. I'm a Garza, garza. garza, 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 puto. P- Wait, you, can't,
1: you can't roll your art,
0: yeah. You did, Puro, yeah. So, you can't say Garza. <clears throat> I worked with this chick at my last job. That okay, she's from Peru. Oh, and she terrible, place. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but she was like 21. Beautiful was, or what? Was, Oh, yeah. Smoking? But she was also, like, really insufferable. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... uh well, like most women, right, Cody? <laughs> nah, right. <laughs> she told me that my Spanish accent was really... Sounded really authentic. And I was like, coming from someone that's from a Spanish-speaking country? Yeah. I like that compliment. That's you know, compliment. I went to Peru. Did you know that? Yeah, I saw that yeah, when yeah. you were... Do you, know, uh, do you know that place?
1: Where it got overrun by the, by the Spaniards, the, the conquistadors and shit, right? Mm-hmm. That... By law, by law, you have to be Catholic.
0: How is now, that now,
1: now they just got tolerant of people who who aren't, but the national religion is Catholic Catholicism, yeah, so they actually have a national religion there national now the 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 Indians, the natives there. That um, still practice the old ways of the Inca and all that stuff. Then they have that's a whole separate language. It's not Spanish, bro. But um, they are allowed. Is it like a dialect or is this totally different? No, no, no. Spanish. uh, The Spanish people, like the again the conquistadors, and Mm -hmm. when they took over. I mean, you gotta imagine South America, which is something that we put on them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That was not Spanish. The Incas, the, the Mayans, all these. Civilization <coughs> got wiped out. They weren't speaking Spanish, bro. They had right. their own language. They yeah. had a whole told language. So, um, so the people that refused to, uh, you know, to go with the flow, the people who practice old ways, of the Inca, you know, mm-hmm. um, they are allowed just recently to be their own. All right, you guys do this. So we met this guy, kind of like of, Native Americans in the United States, like. See, and that's, again, the thing we put on them as Native Americans. They were the Cherokee, right, okay. Though. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. With yeah. every, every tribe. Yeah. The that natives that, that were in here in the before, United States yeah, yeah. before
0: uh, European
1: Whole different language. Whole conquest. Different, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it always comes down to who has the bigger weapons, dude. It's that's always true. It's always what it
1: is. So, <clears> that being said, um, we should have the
0: biggest weapon then, right? We do have the biggest weapon. Are we talking about America now? yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do have the biggest weapons. Yeah. We have... We have like, well, a, I don't know because I don't even know how many nukes we have. But we have a lot like, of we don't nukes. we don't fuck with Russia. We don't That's fuck because with they have a lot of nukes too. Yeah, yeah. it's a stalemate. But uh, maybe. honestly, uh, Russia, everyone, uh, not Russia, China, America, those are the three. Okay, world superpowers, right? Uh, yeah, just you're you know. right. I mean, um, all know from a from a standpoint of like uh, posturing, it makes sense to. <clears throat> make the rest make the entire world believe that warfare could be imminent at any moment. Wow. You know, that's how the Cold War was. But that's in reality you, that's they all you they all people. there's a mutual understanding even if it's not even voiced that we have to cooperate to that to the smallest degree we need to in order to make world commerce occur and continue to yeah. be thriving. So the idea that we're ever going to have, have World War 3 is dumb. We're we're not I I think we will. <sighs> Why? What would make you think? And are we talking like, like large scale, large scale warfare? Look at warfare now. America. Look at how many people we've lost in Iraq and Afghanistan. It's like seven. I I haven't looked at the numbers in so long, but I dude, it's probably like six thousand, maybe six, seven thousand people over a course of a eighteen now Mm -hmm. year war. Yeah. What does that say? We lost almost. We lost fifty nine thousand men in Vietnam. Mm. Right, so warfare has changed. We, we there, drones now are are present. You know, you don't even have to have men boots on the ground anymore yeah. to really win wars. We, we technologically, that's why I don't think we're ever going to see that type of war again. War is still going to happen. Mm. It's just a different kind of war. Now it's cyber warfare too. Like cyber that's a whole warfare, other thing. Warfare, economical warfare, economic warfare. Yeah, I you know, know, putting another country in a depression. You know what I mean? Like yeah. having the it, the thing we haven't acknowledged is that dude uh everybody <laughs> that somebody has to do shitty jobs right like i feel like americans okay. just want to like not admit that there's always going to be shitty jobs that somebody's going to have to do always so so like, to make, world, like to make the world doesn't want to make the world function i just feel like so what does like that when mean? you like, see like the, the like, trumpers like, the like people like, build a, like no, build a wall like no don't build a wall those are the people that are making sure you have fucking food oh, you know yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. i mean like don't you realize like who's doing all the dirty work so you can live your life? You know, yeah, like people true, yeah. just don't want to admit that those people are necessary and they'd rather there's like an elitism that exists, dude. I don't know. It's like I think people that are for a wall, it's the dumbest shit. Uh, dude, yeah. you know who I just saw dude I actually hopefully we'll get him on, on here at some point. He's coming to headline cap. Ooh. in November I think. Ali Sadiq, dude. Oh Ali, yeah. He's talking about a tunnel. I <laughs> don't it was a Comedy Central uh uh, we we're building walls, and these but he's are like these guys got driving like through tunnels and stuff with a motorcycle. I was like a nice motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. dude. But that's so true because it's like they're if if Mexican immigr- immigrants whatever aliens whatever the fuck you want to call them, if they're wanting to get here they're Jesus. gonna find a way. You know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's like and there's more opportunity here, but we're nobody's talking about the building a wall on the Canadian border. Nobody gives a shit about Can- Can- Canadians coming in because they're yeah. the right color. Yeah, I guess so. Or it's not that big of a problem.
1: Border, well, most Canadians have a lot of pride, and they're not Can- Canada. I mean, I've never been there, but I imagine it's not a third world situation.
0: It, Where in yeah, I would agree. Mexico, nor have I been there, but there's rich parts of Mexico too, dude.
1: Yeah, there is, but it's, it's like extreme. extreme. It's extreme.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
1: um. Yeah, you get desperate people, man. And they're not even coming. They're coming through Mexico. They're coming from, like, Ecuador and yeah. all kinds of. And then also, if you can't get in the border through here, it's like uh, a lot of the, uh, like, refugees and people that were trying to claim asylum from Syria, stuff like mm-hmm. that. They couldn't get in to the, into the, uh, like, American border, the mm-hmm. East Coast, West Coast. So they would go to these, you know, South American countries and then and they make their way up. You know one thing that doesn't get talked about,
0: though, when people say, yeah, well, if they came, like Trump would say, if they came here legally and did the right processes Mm -hmm. to legally become citizens, we would, well, yeah, but if you didn't set up roadblock after roadblock after roadblock to make that happen, maybe they would do it. You know, I think it's like uh, there's this fear that too many people are going to be here and there's not going to be enough jobs for the people when it's like it, that says more about you because you're worried you're going to not be able to find employment that means you feel like insecure in yourself dude yeah honestly okay like i i feel like that that sort of mentality it's like that's just a fear of poverty thing that's like a base fear thing of people mm. cuz people don't want to be in poverty that's that's a fear every single person has
1: or i don't want to be around poverty either well uh, that I mean? too it's uh cuz I, I i grew it up it brings bit.
0: you down to it um it it can I mean, I don't, I don't know the extreme poverty Definitely levels you've your, seen in um, your life, but,
1: like, personally... I mean, again, I went to Peru, dude. It was, it was right, okay. Jesus Christ, talk about a third-world country-type situation, man. That's rough. Hmm. It is. I mean, from the... Well, I went to Cusco, which is kind of like a village city anyway. David Spade, right? Yeah. David Spade. And then I <laughs> went <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. the last emperor. <laughs> I saw the <that> afterwards. <laughs> like, oh, now this thing makes so much sense. Dude, I, know I the actually of this. I, I know we're going to know the the on with this, bullshit. but I, have you
0: seen Spade's new show on Comedy Central? He has. He's a really, he's really good in that role. I feel like he's what? good. He's good in like a talk show host role. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I know that was a total tangent off Peru, but uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, no, I I went on two tri- uh, two mission trips to Mexico when mission I was in high trips. middle school and high school. Oh, when you we called a mission trip part my of the church. church, we would go oh, okay to like minister and like help. We all built houses for like a couple families. So it was a group of like a bunch of kids from my church um, that went on these mission trips. But yeah, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw some fucking pretty extreme poverty in Mexico, and that's eye-opening at that age for a little seventh-grade white kid that grew up in the suburbs, never been exposed to that sort of poverty before. Do you see these? To be like, oh fuck, this exists in the world, and we're just willfully ignorant about it. There you go. You know, I mean,
1: which is the name of my podcast, which is the everybody. name of
0: George Anthony's podcast. George Anthony and Josh. Let's Kibazza. tell the listeners we've known each other for ten years now. Uh, yeah, just about. It's been man. almost. Well, I think it's been a decade. It's been like yeah, it's been right. It's in been a decade almost. Yeah, dude, I was I had Khabaz on this and I haven't posted it yet, but oh okay, I don't know if I will. I I told him I wanted to re-record it. Oh but shit, was that bad? <laughs> um, it was. It was just he was in a rush, and I was like, bro, I don't want to like. I just want to have a conversation and not feel like we have to be out of here because it was like at, uh, we were in the basement of oh tiger tiger. I anyway, uh, I, I had said though, and like with when I was talking with him, I was like talking about uh, back in those days in the days, and I'm like fuck, we have that now. Like we're yeah. now at that point, like yeah, like Raul's moved on, yeah. you know. I moved on for a little bit and came back, but yeah. yeah. Ooh, but not back to San but not Kabaza though. He didn't move on. He's still
1: stuck Cabaza. in the
0: mud. <laughs> We, oh. I feel like it wouldn't be complete if we didn't shit on Josh Cabaza. Of course, yeah, yeah, uh, too. <laughs> Raul's first guest. So, yeah, dude.
1: Uh, so that's who we all, if you guys know these people from other podcasts and stuff or for other things they've done, that's that's who we came up with. It was me, um, Josh Cabaza, Raul Sanchez, and Cody O'Dell. And uh, we all started comedy around the same time, so
0: ten, almost ten years later, here we are. Well, yeah. there were a lot of us that started, but only the four of us stuck. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I feel like that's what it comes down to. With your class, your class is just all the people that start around the time you do. See and you there's only like a, f- a handful that you stick. You say that, Josh
1: says that, Braille never says that shit. I, I don't, e- I didn't even know what uh, like that was a thing.
0: Like I, I never saw it as like you I, know what I mean? never saw it as that either. It just yeah. became apparent over mm-hmm. time what it was. Because to me, I saw it as like there was only a handful of guys that I mean, like I get my, what you're saying, but be, like became my f- best friends, yeah, and not just comedy, but just in general, yeah. best friends, like you know. And it's like, dude, that's developed over the k- struggle, yeah, yeah. bro. Because it's been a struggle. You remember stand up and Rock, dude, Um bro? I try not to. I drove by there and they tore that. Well, now you really don't have to. Oh tore yeah, it down. yeah, yeah.
1: I used to live. I used to live down the street. That was my place. You did. That's was my right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah you I, did. I moved into Avery Moore. Avery Moore, she used to another live in another there, yeah. name
0: drop here in the like
1: podcast. Yeah, dude, fucking San new faces. San Antonio on the laughs. come up. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah, good for her. Doing good things. Doing so good she, things. When she left to Austin, I moved into her uh, her apartment. She she put in a, 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 a good word for me. I was like, Ooh. thanks, and I, I moved in. And uh, the, the dude, that was the comedy spot right there. That apartment. That was a comedy spot, bro. Yeah,
0: that was comics above me, comics to the side mm-hmm. of me. It was fucking dope. Yep, it really was. It was. Yeah. I remember Comedia Go Go doing podcasts there too, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, man. Um, uh, it's been but, a, it's been a long time now. It has been a long it's time. Been a long so time. What,
1: what have you seen growth in me? Have you? I mean, I haven't seen any in you at all, dude. Like not emotionally. You know, honestly, I'm <laughs> <not matured. yes. laughs>
0: That's fine. <laughs> Yes, oh, because okay. I feel like you've shed off that Patriceness. Think so? Yes. Well, okay. I don't. I don't feel I, Patrice I when not. I when I watch you anymore. Oh, ah, okay. I feel you. Yeah. If that makes any sense, like I just like I don't. Well, no,
1: because w- maybe maybe and and dude, I used to like for a second I was like, "Fuck you guys, I'm doing me." But after that, I was like, "Yo, that's a huge fucking compliment to say the yo Patrice-esque type of you know
0: candor and." Relax, and you're able to like move a crowd. I'll say it like this: it's it's clear, like, and it's, it's it's well, at least for anybody that knows comedy no. at all, it's it's easy to identify. It Used to be, it still is not. It's not easy, but you could feel it, you see it, you know. Mm-hmm. But we are the influences we have. I I would be, uh, Bill Hicks will, forever inevitably yeah. be a voice in my head, and I think that's what your influences do. They kind of it's crazy, crazy your comedic voice that you. Do you have all these? Because I I would consider Patrice an influence for myself, dude. Like I yeah. I find him to be a, one of those guys that you could put in the category of like a revolutionary. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. there's not very many of those dudes though. So. There really aren't. It was funny too because at, at the time I didn't know who the fuck
1: like Patrice O'Neal was when y'all were saying that bullshit, and because uh, his special he had died <laughs> the year I, st- I started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. So I mean I didn't know every fucking buddy when I, when I started doing comedy. So like like a couple years in. Or maybe about a year and a half in, I was like, Motherfucker, I got to look this motherfucker up. They could be insulting me, you know? And I saw his Elephant in the Room special, and I was like,
0: Oh, shit, son! Damn! That, yeah.
1: And Dude. I'll be honest with you, watching Patrice and his clips and blah, 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 uh, after that, um, that made me feel like, oh, I could do comedy. Like, this is... I'm, I'm similar, you know what Dude, I mean? you would... In, uh, th- in my I, thought
0: process, too. I already answered my question in my head. What's up? That I thought... For me, which it wouldn't have been if you hadn't seen Patrice before you started doing stand-up. Yeah. Um, but then he inevitably inevitably, probably became an influence on you that you... And this is why... Like, Burr was this for me early. And then yeah. I like, I used to listen to the Monday Morning Podcast all the time. And I stopped because I'm like, I don't want to be... I, it's, it's just... Too, I, I'm getting too much. Yeah. And I, I'm beca- I You know, Definitely. It's w- weirdly enough, I can't say this about probably any other headliner I've ever worked with. But for some reason, Ryan Stout, when I worked with him, it, yeah. I felt through the week his voice. Like, I, I was on stage and I said something, and I didn't even. It was oh, only shit. after, just after I said it, that I was like, oh, fuck, that was like Ryan said, like, it was almost like he was rubbing off on me. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if that's just something so that. Good, he's so fucking good. He's fucking great. Amazing, yeah, yeah. Only, to this day, only headline I've ever worked with that I asked for a CD. Only one. Because I wanted to listen to it. I wanted to yeah. listen to the. The writing Magnificent is so writing, dude. tight. Yeah, on point, sharp. So tight. Yeah, but also the subject matter is great, and he's he goes into dark. And he's saying he's saying and then one he does liners. it all without cursing. Yeah, that's the beauty. I'm like,
1: he's saying one liners, but he's saying it in such a like a conversational way. You, you don't even know it's just a one liner. It feels like he's talking to you.
0: Yeah, beautiful writer, dude. Bro, but it's the combination of that He's with from El Paso, who right? he is. He's from El Paso, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He went to Hanks. Yeah,
1: I remember him. uh I Laugh out loud when we were talking. He's a huge Spurs fan. I was like, I like this guy. I really yeah. know who
0: he is. I like him, yada, yada. Dude, I, that was and, one uh, of the most fun weeks I had. We we went out and oh, yeah, had you beers opening, right? after one of the shows, and yeah. he came to Blind Tiger. He did a set of Blind Tiger. Nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude, um, that was a great week. But, yeah, dude, those um, – back to – what we were talking about the i Influence. the influences thing it's yeah. <clears throat> i I feel like for me what I was gonna say is it was almost like I had wanted to do comedy mm-hmm. and my first experience on stage experiencing a laugh in high school was uh the spring show for the Dance program at my high school, so like the first time you ever got a laugh ever. Well, the no, no, no it wasn't the first time i got a laugh, but I'm saying on a stage. Do you remember in, the in first an, time in front of an audience with a scripted? Oh, okay. Thing, it was. I was a senior. It was my senior year of high school, so I hosted. We wrote sketches. Yeah. Those got laughs, but the one that really got the laugh was when I, we were emceeing the show, so we would bring up each act, and in between one of the acts, after a slow motion routine by one of, by a group of dance. Girls from the dance team, they did like the <laughs> whole dance uh, routine. It was all a slow motion piece. Okay. And I went up afterwards and I go, give it up for it's the... F- you and shit <laughs> on it? And then, no, and then the coach the the is like, Cody, Cody, it's over. You you don't have to be in slow motion. Remember. I was like, oh, sorry. And it just like... Murdered. It, yeah. Dude, it got this huge laugh. And I was like, it was 400 people in a packed auditorium. All the parents and yeah. students at the high school I went to and shit. And I was like, oh, uh, wow, like it crazy. was like this just heroin. Yeah, yeah. Heroin. So that's when it started, when you were what? And I knew it was in there. 18? That's when the hook got set. I was, I was 17. 17? 17. That's when the hook definitely got set. But the fear of getting on stage, it took me another six years before that I got Jeez. rid of it. Yeah. And the, but, but the one who made me get rid of it was Hicks. Because mm. he came up from somewhere in the ether and he tapped me on the shoulder and was like, Go do comedy, like go get on stage and do this. And it just, I just, I don't know. I I, that's that's the only way I can describe when you listen to Bill. What made me finally just, yeah, it changed my mindset about what comedy could be. You're a huge Hicks fan too. I'm a, I'm a, it's like a religion, and it, and he would hate it. He would hate it if he was alive now. I, I, because I don't think I'm the only one here. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people put him in this really special category of comedy that, um. You know, when you come out on an HBO one night stand and go, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, vibrations in the mind of the one true God whose name mm-hmm. is love. You're like, yeah, yeah. what the f- this is a com- is this a comedy special. What am I watching? Spoke to you, yeah. dude. It's it, yeah, I, th- that kind of level of impact for me, for sure. I don't know. I
1: I never liked his disdain for the people watching him. You know, I don't know. Or the people. I don't think
0: it was always there. You it came so? out when, like, the Chicago incident. I, I guess. So. Do you know the Chicago incident when he, like, he, he like, Hitler had it had the right idea. He was just an underachiever. Oh shit, dude! <laughs> um, oh my god, no! But I think that was. You're right. I think that's where he loses people.
1: Yeah. Something about the mullet. I just couldn't get past the mullet. I know it was a different time, but I'm like, look at this fucking guy. So you
0: must not like Theo Vaughn. I love Theo Vaughn. (laughs) I said at the time. Can you get past the mullet now? I can. Theo Vaughn's fucking hilarious, dude. He's fucking (laughs) hilarious, man. Uh, That's
1: funny. But just, I don't know, it just felt old and like, just look at this dude wearing an out of date haircut. It's crazy that he was as old
0: or he was as young as he was, I Uh, guess, when he started, yeah. Because he was only 32 when he died, dude. Fucking A. Yeah, we're already past that. Uh Yeah, dude, I I'm only 29, bro. What you <laughs> I, Young I man I never I hear a lot of people say like seeing Richard Pryor's praises and I respect the fuck out of Richard Pryor and I think he's mm. funny. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have that kind of like I you, he do it you, for you see there's certain people certain people that are for certain people. Nah, I don't okay. know, man. You know, I I no, trust me when I say no, Richard Pryor is fucking hilarious. But I, it was, it didn't, now, it didn't, it didn't touch that, it didn't strike that chord in me the I way that you. like a Hicks did. But well, you knew he was doing something. Always. But I, it makes sense because he came from a different upbringing yeah. and a different, you know, type of environment that he. See, I
1: look at Richard Pryor as a comic now. That's what excites me because he was like,
0: when he was doing that
1: back when that was like, what? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what's he talking about? Why is he being so vulnerable right yeah. now? You know?
0: So oh, I, I look at well, him as vulnerability. like. Vulnerability. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, I look uh, at the him, earlier topic of this evening.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that's with your girl. That's, that's not. <laughs> with, that's not with We're not going to get into that audience. on this podcast, I guess. Anyway, not. T- t- he's doing what people are doing right now, which is like how f- ahead of a time. How ha- ahead of his time was this guy, where people are just doing it. They're so they're just catching up to what he's doing. Because you think I think about it, after Prior came, what ab- ab- Eddie Murphy? Yeah, yeah, but no, Eddie Murphy Which is later. kind of absurdity. No, well, you're talking, okay, wait. prior, then came, you know, I think Steve Barn was in the group or prior to, and, and then you got Robin Williams, they're both absurd, you know, wacky,
0: blah, blah, you know, and then came, uh, what's, uh, well, yeah, so that, that led into, yeah the 80s, and I think, I mean, you look at the 80s, bro, there were simultaneously two things going on, there was the, the state, that was the, the dawn of, like, real, I guess maybe the 70s were really the dawn, but, like, that's when stadium comedy really became it stopped being just a club thing yeah, yeah. or a theater Superstars, thing and it turned yeah. into this whole fucking spectacle comedy yeah never before had been like rock stars yeah. so that was the, the 80s were when that was born but then you still had this you had the hicks lurking out there doing yeah you know making this amazing career that wasn't ever going to get noticed until he was already gone you know like well that's why he's an artist you know Dude, there's a book I have by Neil Strauss, who's a great author. Really, I copied one of his things today. I should read it as a little moniker for the day. But uh, yeah, for he wrote podcast. a book called, or he didn't write a book. It's a it's a compilation of interviews he did for a Rolling Stone. But it's called Everybody Loves You When You're Dead. It's uh, yeah. I think it's true because you. Uh, that's what I was gonna say too. Do you think there's anything to that with like a Patrice or a Hicks, like they died like pretty young, so that it was like maybe something that maybe that plays into like the lore of of who they are it's like what they mm, did i guess so so this is this is Neil Strauss I mean Higgs had
1: cancer and Patrice
0: but i'm saying they died young so their their voice we didn't get to hear a lot the rest of it yeah what well, we, what we felt like but then you say yeah. that was that was the rest of it that was all of it that's what we got mm. that's what we got yeah but this dude just, he wrote that book this, this is his quote self awareness takes work and listening to things you don't want to hear And admitting that you're wrong a lot. It's not for everyone, just for those who would rather be happier than right. That's. uh, Quoth the Raven. (laughs) Dude, you're the first uh, guest I've had in my new apartment here.
1: Hey, this is pretty swank, man. Cody has like, what, 11 12 foot ceilings? 11. 11-foot ceiling, storefront windows. Been telling about it for a fucking month already. Clock tower view, granite countertop, stainless steel appliances. It's nice, bro. You don't have a bed, though.
0: I, I look at my ceiling it's fan, though, and I just, I'm just i grateful for my ceiling fan. Yeah, there you go. Somebody's
1: going to try to take it. Big-ass fucking ceiling fan. <laughs> he controls from the wall. Uh, <laughs> an old, old TV.
0: Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, it's, you know... Yeah, gratitude, belong, bro. I don't think you belong here, dude. Gratitude. Grati- I can only express Jeez, gratitude. This is amazing. Gratitude. Uh, that's that was lost for me on a little bit for a little bit. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I think um, you get stuff not taken away, but you, you lose. Stuff. You find your. You lose stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you find yourself in a place where you're you feeling like you're in the water, looking for that ship to like come by so you can get on it. Yeah. And for a life, you're a floating. Life you're just, like you're just out I- there. in a it, you were homeless, right? It was sure. like, I've pretty much, I mean, I've, I've been homeless for nine months. Technically, That's fucking technically, crazy. Yeah. technically. So I came like here to Austin because my brother left so, out yeah. of the country. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. That him and his basically wife, um, kind of like your chicken, you, they've not married, but they've been together forever. Well, thanks. For they for left the country. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, we don't talk about George Anthony's lady uh, No <laughs> You does. don't bring her around either Which is probably smart I, I, I've brought yeah, her I've seen, I think I've seen your, your chick twice She In ten doesn't years like Twice anybody. in ten years Twice in ten years She doesn't though. like anybody uh, Maybe you twice know. in ten years Yeah probably Maybe three times Yeah But I am know But I'm saying I think that's good I think that's good You came yeah, over yeah, the yeah, house I've been over the house I've been over
1: the and, uh, house And she just She's like Who's here I'm like Oh my friend Cody She's like Alright She didn't come out of the room It was perfect Dude she, she like, legit did that.
0: not come out of the room. I'm like, that's how little she gives a fuck about your comedy. I mean, friends. Well, maybe, maybe it's just me, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck about, you know, <clears throat> I mean, she thinks I'm funny. She's been to a couple of my shows, but other than, she's not like a, I'm going to go out tonight. you are like, she's like, go do your thing. Have For fun. her to
0: let you do that Led without me. knowing. Well, and, uh-huh. and still agree to be with you and, uh-huh. and not. Be like, not know what you're doing. Like, yeah. there's like so much you're doing. Like, you've been working at this for years. Years, yeah. And that's something to be proud of, dude. Like, you're you should be proud of where you're at. Because I mean,
1: I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, do you
0: do you feel? Where am I at, Cody? I'm in your. I'm lightly furnished.
1: To my apartment. very lightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I funny. don't even have
0: an area rug. No oh shit. I, I mean, I got one. That. I got I got one in mine. It's. Are, are you gonna get a coffee table? That is the coffee table. I'm going to mount the TV and then the oh, coffee I table gotcha, will go in its rightful place. I don't think you need a coffee table, bro. Bro, There's I actually, I want to, I kind of, I kind of, it's just, it's adultish. I guess. It's adultish. I no. want this to, like, I'm going to get a runner rug. You would, Carpet, yes. I
1: need. You need some art deco all right here. I want to do three back. pictures. You got to have a guy, a, an Italian guy wearing a white hat and a little red, like, neckerchief thing. And it mm-hmm. says coffee. The sign says "coffee" right right by your coffee maker.
0: <laughs> That's some adult shit, right? There. I w- I, w- I was already thinking this is why that guy that rolled up at Valve tonight because that was one of the three I want to get three pictures on my wall behind the couch here, mounted like, and it's th- I want it to be three different bands and they, I want it to be live performances. Oh, nice! Uh, the Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, and uh, the Rat Pack. Yeah, like and but live performance. So three different ones there now and do you
1: think that's gonna like when people walk in they're gonna be like oh shit he likes those three bands it looks cool
0: like, i mean that, i don't understand that. so i have this question i ask people i'll ask you this i've asked many people this question okay top three bands all time you could see live dead or existing or already done <sighs> i'm not really a music guy like what three
1: i'm not really like a music guy. you're a person. music guy i'm not, I'm not you showed really. me I'm, some bobby I'm, caldwell uh
0: bootang.
1: Is what you do when you hang out with Cody. <laughs> I guess
0: you wonder. Like, where he, he, I've been. he sings in your face. <laughs>
1: he sings in your face the whole four hour drive. And he gets offended on the way back and are like, Yo, bro, I cannot take this. Don't cold act cold. like
0: you don't have a good time.
1: <laughs> um, Three favorite bands. So uh, Wu-Tang? Wu-Tang. Is they, they, they don't perf- they're not a thing anymore, boy band? Right? Wu-Tang? Uh, are they still a thing?
0: They're not a thing, right? uh, they're, I think, yeah. They they're still, they'll, they'll always be choose. a thing. Wu-Tang forever, bro. It's kind of like, fuck? isn't there like a lot of guys in it or kind of, a, so like there's nine? But they're like, some have dropped out at, at points and then come back or like, um, it's just, has it always been the same? I don't know.
1: Everybody's ever dropped out. Yeah. No, it's always been the same. Can, can you name them? Method Man, Red Man. Red man, he's not a fucking. He's not Wu
0: Tang. He's, he's, I guess he's part, but he's not like Wu-Tang a member. Yeah, adjacent. okay, so Method Man, though. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Struggling. That's all I got. That's all I got. Jizza. That's so uneducated. The
1: Rizza, Inspector Deck, U God. Goddamn. Okay. Um, Raekwon. Okay. Uh, Ghostface Killer. All right. Um, all right. did I say Method Man? I, well, I said Method Man. That was the Method only one man. I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Method yeah. Man. Okay. Fuck, who am I forgetting? Okay, you're a fan. I'm forgetting uh, nine. No, I'm forgetting two.
0: I'm forgetting two more. That's a lot. Yeah. Nine people. Yeah. God damn it. In one group, that's a lot of voices to like come together and make a thing. They never had hooks. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. That's a hook. Yeah,
1: but what is that, at the end, was it? I don't know. I, I don't know so. enough about Wu Tang. Yeah, go listen to Triumph. There's no fucking hook. Most of their songs have no hooks. Cream had a hook. I guess. I guess that was about it. Word okay, Wu Tang. Uh, yeah, that. yeah, I respect that. That's. I just okay, feel like Wu Tang. Um, let's see, uh, Dev Tones And Okay. Pff, I mean, from all time,
0: fuck. That's that's hard to narrow down, dude. I mean, there are there any bands that existed at any point that you're like, man, I wish I could have seen them live. I'll never Before get a chance seasons? to see them. <laughs> all right, it's been here, a, it's dude. been a great sarcasm
1: organ. I'm not I'm not fucking with you. I want to see Frankie Valley murder that shit. Jersey Boys Up is good, bro. Girl. Yeah, That would actually cool. be Billy Joel. I, s- I saw that movie. Oh, was it Billy Joel? <laughs> uptown Girl? Oh, no, okay, it's my bad. Billy now Joel. Yeah, not Uptown Girl. Yeah, uptown girl. He, uh, sings, uh, he sings a bunch of other shit, though. Uh, You're just too good to be true.
0: Can't fucking, take my eyes off of you. Uh, there you go. I'll be working my way back to you, bam. Man, with man, a burning love inside. Oh, this is a musical portion of podcast here. You're, dude, you're a great singer, Anyway, You are. I, I've heard you sing karaoke. I, I mean, I got some child. You, job, you got a little, you're a little. You're humble about it. I
1: don't take myself serious, you know. I think that was my biggest issue, you know, taking myself serious and, you know, shit like that. Because, uh, like, I grew up in a household where it wasn't really supportive. Like, get the fuck out of You're going to do what? Well, Shut up. So
0: you talk about this in your act. You're de- mm-hmm. You have a military father. Yes. Like a career man. Yes, career man. So that sort of mentality was instilled in your family unit and your household from an early age? Oh, wait, 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 like, like just wait, like a military, like, or no. or just like in terms no. of your dad, your dad was like jaded. See, you say some things about your dad and your act, and I laugh, and mm-hmm. I almost feel like there's a connection for you and I, because my dad was a cop, but it's like, there's there's a Big similar, yeah. well, th- but there's a similar, you're doing something that's for a service to yeah, something yeah. else. You okay. know, it's like. And people will call you, you. You can call it noble, if you want. I guess in a way it is a little noble. If you're gonna say I'm, I'm willing to risk my I life mean, for something. I don't think my dad thought of it like that. He was just like, yo, I gotta do something. I See, got three and kids. And know? I think, dude, that's the thing that pisses me off. Is it that patriotism is though. or that those that card is pulled by a lot of people a lot. I mean, I literally. Had a guy. I think I've talked well, about this. Dude, I talked about this on uh, my old you. podcast. If
1: you didn't serve, you're, you're a bitch. I'm sorry. You're <laughs> a pussy. You're a, a coward. And nobody likes you. Yeah. Does that sting, though? It stings, huh? You, want, about, you want to talk about Hicks? You?
0: He's like, gays want to be in the military? Uh-huh. Here's what I think. All right. Gays want to be in the military. I think anyone dumb enough to want to be in the military should be allowed in. That should be the only fucking requirement. There you go. I don't care how many push-ups you can do. Here's a helmet, a gun. Go wait in that foxhole. We'll tell you when we need you to kill somebody. There you dude, go. I mean, it's like... But that's... So, I guess... I think first responders get shit on... Well, cops really? cops specifically. Everybody hates cops, dude. Fuck no. I hate cops. No, there's no way. I mean... You only, you only dealt with cops in like a negative <clears> light <throat> then, probably. Well, I've, de- I've dealt with cops in every possible light because my dad was a cop i grew up my dad all my dad's friends were cops yeah i mean like all people don't like cops until and cops they are, need a cop cops are here's the thing there's there's been a young cop and an old cop young cops are the the, the guys that are out there getting it you know yeah old cops are just like especially like an old patrolman like a guy that was that never per, got promoted yeah like never became a detective or sergeant or, or whatever yeah like that that guy he's just he's just out here just trying to like he's trying to get to fucking the pension dude like and he's not gonna pull people over for going ten over you know yeah, he's yeah. like I'm not gonna waste my time with ten over yeah you know but new co- like young cops are the worst that's what I fucking hate well it is a business too so you know it is I mean they they so everybody gets w- paid so they. Uh, Technically, it's a way they get paid. Technically, quotas are illegal, but there is a certain strategy, and I know this only because my dad was a traffic lieutenant. He and created these strategies for his yeah, yeah. patrolmen to. I know it's to like at the, end, at the end of the month they come out. It's it, they don't. There's no measurement going on, but it's mm. like, it's one of those things that they set up. It's, it's 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 done to like find people to like catch people like not for the right reasons, yeah, not yeah. because somebody was going 120 on a highway yeah. you know like putting everybody's lives at risk like that's the, those are the people that yeah you should be putting them yeah you know in jail for that shit bars. for that shit learn a lesson but you know people are going 10 over you know they're just in a hurry and they're speeding a little bit but they're they're not they're not making you know i mean nascar drivers drive no fucking any car drivers which by the way we should go to that they're going to have the 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 only uh, formula 1 race that occurs in the United States happens here. What? Yeah, at the at the track, whatever wow. it's called. It's in November if you want to yeah. go. I'd be down. I'd be down to see it. Those guys are going like 220 miles That's nothing. 250 miles an hour, That's dude. Nothing. As you a human to be going that speed.
1: Have you seen drag racing? Um, dude, they go 320 like miles in like three seconds, four seconds. Oh my god! It's fucking the, the the drag racing where they go drive down. That's gonna almost to make you pass them, out, right? I mean, like that, stop, the G forces. The yeah. yeah, yeah. To stop them, they have parachutes on the back of their cars yeah. as they're going down the lane.
0: That's fucking crazy. I was watching that shit today, dude. Dude, there's a tiger, but Woods. they're also on like a straight track. Formula One drivers are doing some crazy what do you ass think? shit.
1: Wait, what do you think is is is, is more dangerous though? Three hundred and twenty
0: miles in like four seconds. Formula One th- at those speeds, brother, yeah. that sh- if you you wreck, that your shit disintegrates at that speed, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't at, on that too, but the thing I think that's impressive is the difficulty of what they're doing on yeah. the tracks. They're doing them on. It's not a fucking NASCAR. Hi, let's go to fucking oval for fucking four hours, man. Fucking drink <laughs> some beer, watch fucking cars driving a fucking oval. Like at least Formula you know, One drivers are like doing. You're an
1: elitist. Maneuvers. Uh, Race car driver, dude. Wow.
0: I mean, am I wrong?
1: God, I was got, but not like those assholes <laughs> that drive around in a circle. Even though Formula One, they drive around in a fucking pattern circle anyway.
0: Well, technically, but it's it's more. There's more like technical maneuvering sure. going on. It's yeah.
1: more impressive of a feat to me. I don't know. I saw uh, fucking Ricky Bobby um, tear it up, man. So I, I don't know what to do. with My hands. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you gotta know how to drive. You gotta hit that slingshot, shake and bake, dude. That's a that's a fucking strategy. I like to picture
0: Jesus with like eagles wings. <laughs> oh, that's great. Fucking I like my fail. Jesus to party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, we are no longer friends, Cal. <laughs> he just moves He's in, just in to in. his old. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I watched uh, Sherlock and was it Sherlock and Watson? Was it for the one that him and John? Uh, I ch- I fell asleep. Like, bro, I know, I know it, it was. It was weak. good. Fe- it I was weak. Was it? It was weak. Yeah, it was weak. Dude, I'm like, you know, it's a it's a money grab. I don't know what it is. It was weak. Just it, there it needs to be the right, right head. Hmm. I apparently Adam, apparently Adam. Will Ferrell and Adam McKay like ended their partnership. Oh, okay. Like, six months ago maybe or hmm. maybe more than that yeah but like i don't know there's there's just certain minds that come together and are gonna create something and then yeah it just uh i don't know it, it was the weakest effort i've seen him have and i've he's That's gotten thanks. he's had some good ones dude the other guys are yeah. fucking hilarious bro with that Holberg. was good yeah that was great yeah and then he's had some duds but like this podcast like, oh
1: oh i oh yeah well, fuck you. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. I'm just, I'm just really excited. I felt like this went all over the place. Uh, I, I appreciate it.
0: Um, there you go. I, you know, I appreciate you coming over and uh, seeing the the new digs. What? What? Is that what they you say? just moved to Austin, right? So, well, technically, I mean, I've how do you feel? Here, how do
1: you feel about this? This? I mean, you've been on the scene for you know a few weeks, I guess, a few months.
0: I've what? been around the scene for 10 years.
1: Yeah, 10 years. But, but yeah. you've actually been here yeah, yeah, yeah. these past few months. Yeah.
0: What what do you like so far? What do you dislike so? I far? love um, the amount of shows that are like built like crowd like monthlies, weeklies that yeah. have and there's there's tons of them. Yeah. You don't see that in other cities. Mm. There's no shows. There's not a single monthly or weekly show in San Antonio that's a that's other than the Blind Tiger. The Blind Tiger would be it. That's the only yeah. one. One day, one That's day. It. almost a week. Blind Tiger on Fridays is yeah. an institution. That's the only one we have in San Antonio. Yeah. That's why that room is my all-time favorite room. But Austin has like all I, these I different...
1: Heard, I heard you get no respect in that room, though.
0: Well, it's... Uh, what is
1: that about? What is that about? Because I got a few, a few phone calls this, this past weekend. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even go.
0: Yeah. And um, I was like, what? What happened? You know, at, at some point along the way, it became popular to shit on me. And it, I feel like it was partially because of my failures in New York and coming back. And people, it's easy. I'm an easy target. Who? Oh, but, like, people I, forget. I'm like, I have to remind people I'm how like, can people don't, judge don't forget you who I am they'll and never what do I've that. done yeah. compared to what you've done. Well, what have you done? You know, done? like, that's. What have you done? I mean, I've, I've fucking. To clear the air for these people. I've, like, what, no, what I'm saying done? in terms of just like pursuit of this fucking shit, yeah. doing this shit, earning it, fucking putting in the reps. Yeah. I've done more than any of these people. And it's like, I don't, I know that doesn't make me good. That that in of itself doesn't mean I'm a good comedian, but mm. what it does mean is I have experience and I've, I've been in the arena. Yeah. I've been fighting the good fight. Whether I've won it or lost it, I've been there longer than you have, you know, yeah. so don't forget that. And I think, I don't know. I feel it's like that's kind of like what you're it is. The guy to, to fuck I it. was just the easy target, dude. And yeah. and I've had turmoil that's happened in my life and it hasn't made it hasn't helped things with me in, the, in my personal life that I yeah. feel like has inevitably reared its ugly head mm-hmm. in in my com in the comedy realm. But it, it, dude, it's it really comes down to I'm owning myself and I don't really like I'm going to respect somebody but show respect to get respect is yeah, my yeah. thing. That's yeah, yeah. really what it comes down to. And shitting on somebody, we're we're comedians, that's what we do. But there's a difference when it comes from like a like a real place of like it's like like I don't like you. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like you don't know me though. Like be maybe on the front. So you say some of the newer comics
1: are showing that behavior, huh?
0: Not all of them. Some of them them aren't. But But At at least in San Antonio at the Blind Tiger. I feel like that's a clicky thing that I don't deal with here in Austin. I can just go out here and people don't really know me. And I just do my thing. And I'm focused on working on my shit. And I I love the Blind Tiger. I'm one of the founders of the fucking room. And I've poured a lot into that room. That's another element of what I'm talking about, with things I've done. Like I helped build this. Yeah. I was one of the people there at the beginning that made this a thing that it is. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like, so I, I put a lot of work. I, I brought a lot of people out and you and I, I mean, we did shows the shitty, there were Friday, there were some Friday nights out there. Yeah. The, there were, it's you tough. remember, you remember that night we did that show for those two chicks I don't remember. and we that did each all. other's material. We all did. I yeah, remember yeah, cause it cuz No, cuz you had met somebody hot. and she brought her friend with her. I yeah, I her, George just 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 do this, blah, blah. I was like, "All right, fuck But they it. were the only two people that came out that night and we get you and I gave them a show. Bro, and she was That's hilarious. right. Yeah, we got other people's material. Uh, yeah, cuz yeah, we were like, like "What are we going to do? Are we going to go do our act right now? What are we going to do?" Yeah, it's true. We're right? just going to fucking have fun and be dumb and get on a stage in front of That's the that's literally the smallest crowd I've ever done. Two people, two people, yeah. Yep. Cuz one person's a conversation. That is true, yeah. <laughs> Two people is just a group, probably, yeah. That, that would be a good podcast name. One group person's a conversation. It's four words. Change a name? Hell yeah. eh, well, no, I, I I'm, not, I'm not. I'm You're not like doing that. I've been running through so many names. Sarcasm, or I had to settle on something. I had to pick a show.
1: So what don't you like about the Austin scene? Is there anything that you don't like?
0: I think it's a little bit full of itself. For sure. I think people that live here, they have this inherent elitism that I know because I think people in New York, it's the same way. Mm -hmm. But because I've been in New York, I'm like, well, if I know what that is, like, this is really like. There's almost a pretentiousness that you experience with some people here that they. How so? What do you mean? I just I don't know. And maybe this is maybe this is just a old san antonio uh inferiority complex that i have coming out here but maybe yeah i guess it could be but i mean not everybody there's a lot of cool people but but i do feel like there's the this city thinks it's it can let me say it can think it's smarter than it is and it's like mm. you're tr- you're i get the progressive mindset i agree with it um but i believe it, you. when you're doing it just to, like it's it's self. A grant? What is that word? Self-aggrandizing? I don't know if that's the right. Yeah, self-aggrandizing. Is that the right? Sure. It it, that's that's what I'm trying to get at, I guess. If that's, I guess, what I would say about it. So, I don't think it's across the board, but I do think the approachability of just people here can sometimes be a little bit more. Maybe someone there can feel to be, ironically, a little bit of a pretentiousness, which is ironic because I came from Dallas, where I feel like nightlife is is the most pretentious but the comedy scene is not but yeah i don't know dude i just there's a there's a little bit i'm not saying it's like like a snobby but i yeah just a little bit of a snobby and i and i think it's just people that this this city attracts That's anywhere you go though people some people will
1: just like you because of like where they think you're going where they think you're at sure you know what i mean so yeah whatever and some people won't like you because of that you know yeah yep
0: I I feel I don't like don't even that's, pay attention to like none of that. Like if you shit. can if you can see somebody that you feel you can see that in them mm-hmm. and be happy for them and try to be a friend of them and support them in what they're doing, that's the best thing you can do, man. Yeah. I mean, like that that mentality of like your success is my failure is a huge problem. I feel like that oh, I've gone through everywhere, but it's like it. I was does. talking to somebody
1: today, and they they were telling me how. You know, certain comedy clubs won't fuck with them, but uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, but you know, I see other people who aren't that funny going up to work. He's like, I just really wish I could work, you know, this this, these clubs. And I'm like, well, have you thought about changing your set, you know, or dude, you were in my head the other day because some dude
0: is bitching about the Dave Chappelle special on that comedy complaints group. Yeah. Uh, do you know the comedy complaints group on um, facebook um i don't so what there's a group on See, I'm facebook sorry, I don't there's a group on i stay away from this me. is not just San Antonio. this is this is a group that's got people in it from all over the country okay better. but um it's comedy great complaints. way to so it's network just, no. it's just open micers yeah essentially posting complaints about comedy and some of them are valid and um like i the best complaint i ever made i and I'll, i haven't done one in a while but i used to post them like I, I put uh there's a difference between uh, having an hour and doing an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that was a complaint. But uh, this guy was shitting all over Chappelle, and I'm like, all I wanted to say to him was, "Work on your set, bro. Work on your set. Work on your set, dog. Yeah, man. Like, waste of energy, bro. Bro, legit. Like, wasting people waste a lot of energy, dude. That's that's energy spent that could be spent in a better pursuit that mm-hmm. you're wasting. And like we I think, dude, the the irony of stand up comedy in a professional sense is the more we advance in our careers, mm-hmm. the more serious we get We the funniness yeah, kind true. of stops coming first, coming first. Yeah. Remember? And it's like when back in the day, the day we were just doing it for love of the game, bro. We were out mm-hmm. there on the fucking practice field, just fucking, fucking around, having fun. And that. Spirit is but what brought really, us here. Did comedy really matter in our first year, a couple of years? No. Well, it mattered to us in terms of we were well, doing it because it was to get something better, we loved but doing. Did it really
1: like? Did it work if I like bombed in front of people? I don't give a shit. I'm just trying to be funny. Yeah, and, and then once and you're, you were like, oh, you figuring it out. I, I can't bomb because this is really, yeah, it. you start it's, to a big out, oh, it's a big opportunity. It's a big show. Like it's an audition. These people have been seeing me, so this is really like it's an, a contest. A, I got to audition type shit.
0: It loses a little bit of its charm because we're so worried about
1: the reason why i think dave chappelle can say whatever the fuck he wants is because he's black no no he's extremely rich extreme he's 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 very well off yeah so he doesn't need to make a movie ever again right he doesn't need to be the face or whatever or a tv show i mean they they probably you know hopefully would give him a, another tv show yeah. But he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't really need to do stand up either. I mean, I think so I think us starting out, we didn't really need to do stand up. I mean, we wanted to really bad and get better, but you know, like 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 I said me bombing in front of, you know, a crowd of two, that's not going to devastate. Like now I'm like, "Oh, I showed up to this thing. There's only two fucking people dude, and I got to do my whole fucking set because if not, I don't get fucking paid." It's like, "Oh, this is going to fucking suck."
0: And you know, and in that moment, he can say whatever the. In fuck that he wants. moment, you forget, I'm getting paid. Yeah. To say my ideas. Yeah. To sell myself. Comedy, in a lot of ways, is selling yourself. <sighs> We're selling ourselves. Maybe. Our, one of the things I thought Raúl did well early was own his shit, like mm. where he spoke it as if maybe it wasn't. Necessarily the truth or maybe it was truth. He spoke it as absolute and yeah. I think when you come with that absolute like delivery and you do it too. I mean you're, yeah. you're 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 fucking you've Become fucking a guy that people out here are like looking at and going all right Like I see you like that. That's oh, yeah, that's like a great place to be for you I mean, dude, you're doing some great shows, man. Every show I'm going to hang out with you at is a fucking pretty good show. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Like, I didn't know fucking what is it. Buzzmill was that, dude. And you said that was light. I'm like, dude, this is fucking great. It's packed. Yeah, they have a radio, which I'm finally doing. October first. You 1st. saw radio when I did radio. Pump. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing, dude. Yeah, it's like it's I've been to three of them, and every single yeah. one was a hundred plus standing room. And I'm like, yep. that's what I was talking about. The thing I love in Austin, that that. Luis Flandes. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, Gotham. It's Gotham. good. It's really good, man. Dude, it's really good. There's so man. many of those here. Yeah, there's a but show like every night. Like I that, know. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's what it, it's. Punch it, is fucking amazing. Punch you know? is fucking awesome, dude. Jesus, there's so many. It's cooking, dude. It's cooking. Sure thing is fucking dope. And you know, backyard, uh, backyard sluts. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I yeah. Ariel, uh, so. Isaac Norman, and uh, uh, a couple other comics that I that I forget their names right now. Um, I, I dude, they do a show in someone's backyard. There's all this like, and they have they have free food. There's like barbecue. There's free drinks, and uh, it's fucking amazing. They use the back patio. The back patio is like a stage. Yeah, and it's fucking packed. I'm not lying. It's like maybe eighty people. Like crammed in a in a like comedy setting yeah seating and it's it was fucking it was dope bro like shit shit like that off off you know
0: yeah dude um it's amazing you you said you asked me complaints you just while you're saying that made me think that Mm -hmm. i think one of the things you're doing that i see and one of the complaints i have about Austin comedy is that you stick out as an original creative uncompromised voice that you're doing your thing you're owning your shit and i see a lot of like an almost like an Austin comedian type. Like, there's just like a, I don't know, this is like a very ambiguous kind of thing, but mm-hmm. just like a type of, a way of doing comedy that feels uh, redundant or just yeah, a really. derivative. And yeah. I don't, your shit is, it stands out as as a person who has like a differing, like you're not adhering to what a, you see in a lot of the common Austin, just I don't know. They, a lot of it's funny hard to say. Though, yeah. it's, uh, I know it's like doesn't to articulate it, but it yeah. just there's like a type of comedian here, and you stick out as not like that, but funny, mm. and sometimes it could be, there could be a hive mind mentality. Yeah, dude. yeah. And and I think that's what you you find when you find that people don't realize, yo, dude, like in this everything we're like fighting against, like isn't this like the p- part of like comedy that we're all yeah yeah started on like. Like, fuck the man. Fuck, fuck institutions. Because I'm like, my thing, I've realized, dude, two things about my comedy. Okay. Uh, I'm attacking institutions that people hold dear. There you go. And I've never seen a pedestal I can't kick out. There you go. There. Yeah.
1: And people see that as like, this arrogant fucking prick and, you know. Un fucking fuck his country type shit. Motherfucker. Which, which religion. I I am religion. I've fuck like you. I've
0: had to be. I have to be more palatable. But I'm like, dude, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. But I'm not like, oh my god, America's the best country. Like, there's plenty of other countries that would be great to live in. And if you were born there and that was your only experience, yeah. you probably would think are fantastic. Now where where does this? Like, we just have angst. this mistakes we make. You made. have like
1: angst. I would say you have angst. Sometimes um, you can have angst.
0: Upbringings. Well, wow. uh religious upbringings uh the religion part of like my you're still like you haven't made peace with that yet i you dude honestly man, I don't really do a lot of shit like uh religious shit anymore like i mm. I do some and occasionally, when, but when did,
1: when did you make peace with that though like all right, you know what it was a big fuck, but you well, know it was
0: kind of the same thing with the the military like there was this youthful angst mm. ten years ago yeah and i don't have it anymore i just don't feel that i still but now i can still see the absurdity and are, i can be funny about it you are be- in your 30s i uh-huh. can be funny about it because i'm not as emotionally and like attached to it and that's what any people when you see the outrage see, culture yeah. you're too emotionally attached to this talk about in in inferiority right did you feel
1: inferior when someone was like, oh yeah i served and blah blah you were like oh how come like did you ever feel like oh how come you didn't serve type shit you're like like I I would imagine people talking about
0: shit that I could have. Done I felt I a, like you know. I felt like if maybe this is inferiority, but I felt like that people use that as like a I'm a man O oh, B like uh, salute our heroes, all the heroes shit. Yeah, the yeah. hero worship is what yeah. I couldn't stand. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Mm. And so when I saw you know what I had, my whole family's hate, military. Yeah. My father served in the Coast Guard. My grandfather was a career Air Force man. I have two cousins. One yeah. cousin's still active duty helicopter pilot. Another one, res- I don't think he's reserves now. I come from military family. Yeah. I bank at USAA, bro. Okay. Okay. So, right. just saying. <laughs> but well, thank yeah, you I just, doing, thank you for doing your. Maybe part. that's part of it too. Maybe that. Maybe that upbringing of that. Yeah. Was Be- like nah, but it's, it's it's not for me. But like, do you remember what uh, Rockwell? Whenever I did that pledge of allegiance joke, and those guys wanted there, to fight I, me, I, I I heard about it though. Edward, yeah. <laughs> I remember Edward was there, and he stood up like when this, these dudes started trying to step, and uh-huh. I'm like, all right, I got Edward on my my like this guy, no, not shitting on him, but you know he's he doesn't well, like he's just, a hard motherfucker. Edward like I want this guy yeah, yeah. In my on my side. Ed, in this Edward fight. likes to fight, so maybe Dude. he was taking advantage. So <laughs> I felt fine after that. I felt like a, a renewed yeah courage. Cause I'm like, this guy's fucking on my side, like. Yeah. But like, th- dude, I did a pledge of allegiance joke, and that's how, because it's like an institution that people hold dear. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I knew I just didn't know how to articulate it then. I still don't really. You
1: can't, f- like, face fuck them with the truth or what you believe to be. You Agreed. gotta. You gotta, you know. There's finesse. Poke holes in the logic, then it crumbles down on their own uh, mm-hmm. intellect. Like, oh mm-hmm. shit, this dude's poking all these holes in this shit. Yeah.
0: But. You got to spoon feed them. Don't face fuck them.
1: Spoon feed them a little bit, you know.
0: So what you're what you're poking holes in is their wall. And their wall is existing as a defense mechanism that you're trying to what get, I, get past what to I try get to, to, do, to them. Are we
1: talking about stand-up now? Yeah. What I, stand-up. what
0: I try to do, right, is I'll create
1: this 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 logic, right? I'll create it. I'll create it. And then I start poking holes in my own logic, you know. Yeah. I'll create... How come we don't have any signs that say no terrorists allowed? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, how are they supposed to know? You know what I mean? Right. We have no signs posted. I think that's why we have so many terrorists. We don't have any, you know, <laughs> no terrorists allowed. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are they supposed to know? You know? Right. Um, so, creating... That logic, and then poking holes in it. Now I can say something else that means something, maybe, and I'll poke holes in that logic. People will be more at ease to laugh at it, like, "Oh shit, that is that is exactly what they do." Yada yada, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. No,
0: I. That's the finesse. if you really the wanna, finesse part. If
1: you want, if you really want to have them in the palm of your fucking hand mm-hmm. with some loud shit that you could say or whatever, or you could just be a great joke writer and hit them with the one-liners and blah blah blah. You mm-hmm. know. Right, but
0: you're you're painting a picture more like one thing you did tonight that I saw you do that you were like uh the the black thing that's oh, that lock. was you I've never seen you do that bit before really no nope. never oh, seen yeah, you do wow. it um I was like all right the fucking dial, dial I lock, like this this is this is you creating a yeah. more vivid image to audience to really get that depth of where where this feeling where this emotion yeah, yeah. comes from and they're feeling it because you're just you're creating that yeah, yeah. like situation and and then the associations like that's a that's that's the artistry that's yeah. the that's the things that separates them the thing that separates the men from the boys bro oh, like, you know it, what i mean man. like no but legit it does yeah. because the um and i can see from that analytical eye after 10 years of doing it i i like watching comedy yeah to see like the mechanics <laughs> like i can like break down what they're doing like i feel like this is a thing that took me 10 years to do raul could do it from the start. I'm like, I fucking hate you, dude. Like, he just innately understood something that was taking me 10 years to really get. is the
1: only dude that I know with no kids, like, no wife, and yada, yada. You know, even back then. No kids, no wife, period. No, he's the only dude I know that took advantage of his fucking free time. (laughs) (laughs) What am I doing? You're fucking, I don't know, you're fucking this productive?
0: This is not productive.
1: No, Raul, in the mirror, you know, Raul, he, he has like a cat life. Like, he has nothing nothing to do all day except work on his comedy. And that's what he does. He has no distractions. Yeah. He doesn't play golf. He doesn't fucking, yeah. you know, he drinks at night just so he can go to sleep to wake up and start writing more yeah. comedy. That's all he does. No. The sleep, eat, drink, write comedy. It is nothing. that's like, what the fuck? And he's the only.
0: Fuck! Ah, I just. Oh, oh, man. Love, dude. Yeah. Was, that was all love making love and fucking i think was the real gist of it yeah that's what you're getting at yeah. but like we were so we're in agreement though that like everybody needs to get fucked Everybody in a needs relationship to make love. yeah like it, there's no um there's no perfect relationship it's more of an acceptance yeah of a comfortability yeah well, and, and just an acceptance of the other person's flaws, I think, I just like you're, just acknowledging like this person is not the ideal partner, like of all if Jeez. what I want them to be. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I, I, dude, honestly, like you're the one. That whole idea is stupid. Oh, that's there's than no there's being the mean, ideal partner though. That's Jesus that's Christ. the Disney You're, with, you're shit. with the ideal
1: person you want to be with. I mean, I hope to God. I mean, there's no perfect person, so you know. Yeah, well, and your your
0: qualms, but that's your your ideal partner, you know. Your qualms with your partner, if you really think about them, are usually probably insecurities within yourself, like projections you're putting on that other person. Yeah, like your the things you feel. Ninety
1: percent of the time, oh shit, I don't make money, or I don't fucking do this, I don't do that. Oh, they're gonna like me, blah. What can I do? I don't. What are they looking at? You know, it's like. Shed all that shit away and realize how precious your time is on this planet.
0: Well, dude, you hit the nail on the head earlier, and this yeah, I we didn't you. get any recorded though. Never. Well, no, no, I'm talking about way earlier. I'm talking about at uh, the valve. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the vulnerability, not as a man, not showing vulnerability. No matter what you say, no matter what the times. Oh, like this is the popular time now for men to like be able to express themselves. Oh, nope, it's never a good thing. Nope, nope. no. It will never be. Women will view you as weak, and yeah. they don't want weak. That will never change. Mm. Like you can't. As a so as men, we it doesn't matter what's happening with like being able to be um, open about you know your feelings. Yeah. Which women claim to want out of men? No, they don't. They don't really want it because they want men well, to at be appropriate times. Yeah. When your dad dies. Jesus Christ. That's an accept there's a couple of it, like generally accepted times where a man can cry and one of them's when his dad dies. See, I think that
1: differs from relationship to relationship though, because you see someone who's a rock and someone who needs the rock in, in every relationship, you know? Like there's never one like they're never just both fucking, you know, somebody has to either yo, my girl said it was cool for me to hang out type shit, or oh yeah, my my like my dude said I I I, I could go out tonight like with the girls. You know, like shit like that, you know what I mean? right? there's always somebody who who uh does more than the other person, or you'll you'll see it you know, where one of like she talks a lot and he doesn't talk at all, or this dude is a life of the party, and she's kind of quiet next to him, you know what I mean right so i don't I don't um, I don't know if it's like a man like a woman thing or whatever you're saying. I just think it's like that feeling though will never go away, you know, well, because we've all it, know it, it, like it, 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 like to me, it' like absolutely bitch dudes
0: that cry. And it there absolutely are women who are is. fucking loud and mean and all that. Okay, kinds that's of shit. fine. That's yeah. not it absolutely is because woman's vulnerability is not is is to, it's okay for a woman to be vulnerable. See, but that's and the they, kind of women woman, praise other women for, for allowing vulnerable. That's themselves the kind of woman you want, though, right? Men don't. Men, if you're if you show weakness as a man, this is caveman shit, dude. Yeah. It's caveman shit. Mm. Bottom line, bro. You you fuck a bulk up? Like if we're gonna go into physical combat, yeah, who's gonna win? That's what women are like ultimately, like the guy the the what they would call Chad and the fucking, you know, beta. See, I think you gotta just the be the alpha at something. and the beta. It's dude. I think women like dudes are just good at something. We're animals, bro. Yeah. We try to like pretend we're not, but we are. We've evolved. Um, mm-hmm. I personally think we're an alien ant farm, but uh And i can make a compelling case for why i think that but yeah i think we're out of time (laughs) (laughs) but yeah dude we we're still that those things those evolutionary mechanisms programming that we have are still there and we can't uh in our physical form we can't get out of that that's why we're prisoners to our sex drive that's why i said low t is great I think we probably missed that part, too. But I, I think, like, we're just... I was a prisoner to my sex drive when I was a teenager, bro.
1: I mean, I haven't been a prisoner I mean, to my sex drive in a long time. Mm,
0: no, I haven't. Really? Yeah, no. I don't believe that. I, Dude, you're, we're now, all at that. times... I, bro, come on. At times, you're just, like, my dick, like, want, like I got... Bro... It's yeah, why, do, that's why do men jerk off because we're prisoners for our sex drive. If you were, if that was true, you would never jerk off because your dick would never win out. In the I'm I gotta tell you the truth. I, I mean, I haven't been for maybe a few years. Haven't been like actively well, fine, maybe. here maybe. and there. You do, I, I, dude, bro, yeah. But it's like... I used it's to not, be like an everyday guy. I'm uh, like once sometimes now I'll go like a week, Ooh, it ten feels days it feels better between too, right? right before, <laughs> but I mean, Ooh. I it, it just it, it's something that I notice. I'm like I'm not as concerned Mm -hmm. and i could never fathom this 10 years ago your clock's ticking um bro (laughs) what did you say earlier we're we're all dying yeah the minute the minute the dead 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 one day we'll be dead dead it's fucking uh mr hanky the christmas poo it's like a south park christmas song jesus christ (laughs) The minute you're born, you start dying. You die a little more every day. And it's like this so it's in the tone of this Happy Christmas song. That's funny. It's so fucking... I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. But, yeah, dude, Yeah, we're all dying. Oh, we're, we're talking all. about how... We're all dying. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But you're... you're time is fleeting. The reason you exist is because someone fucked. Bada. da That's it. We're all here because someone fucked. There you go. Why are we here? Because someone fucked yep well two people fucked, and they had different genitalia- they had the right thing to make the right mix the right the right
1: set of my dad my
0: dad would say it was <laughs> the male and female of <laughs> my dad, my <laughs> this dad is a would transgender say, tool part
1: <laughs> my dad would say uh a joint and uh a thunderbird was the right mix that's <laughs> what my dad would say <laughs> My dad still like talks about my mom. Like, hey, let me tell you something. Dude. Your mom. Let me. Do it. This is the this is I'm the like, female connector, the up, bro. Dude.
0: What is it? And the what? male fucks. The male yeah. gets that electricity out of it. I think you're horny right now, dude. Jesus bro, Christ. bro, I'm really not actually. All right. I'm more just like. Uh, Come on, you know you want it. Like, oh <laughs> shit! The fuck oh man, how far do you live from here? What are you? Um, I don't know. I got a fucking. You're like person. Onion Creek. That's probably like. In Creek. Well, great. you probably would go Ben White back to. Uh, well, however fast. That's it. You'd oh, probably like 15 minutes. Maybe. Um yeah. Good news is we're still recording. We didn't lose this one.
1: I know. This is fucking. This is lame oh, shit. Man. The oh, man. 45 minute in depth conversation where Cody confessed to a
0: murder and all kinds I of did. shit. I did. You, anyway, you told go. me where all the bodies were. Yeah, it was fucking crazy, bro. dude. Fuck. Um, well, uh, I guess you you probably need to get going here, bro. Uh, yeah, man. It's fucking yeah. late, bro. Late um,
1: as fuck, bro. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Uh, sure. probably not at some point. I I made an effort. I did it this one time.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck you. And that's it. You You're know right. What? You know what? I'm moving on to bigger and better.
1: You should. What do you, yeah, of course.
0: I don't need to waste my time with these. Just
1: get like a hundred episodes under your belt, and <laughs> boom, bigger and better. People, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, when I hear you know, uh, I appreciate it. Thanks dude, for coming. Dude, I appreciate you inviting
1: me to this fucking amazing apartment. Dude. We'll
0: we'll have more chills. Yeah, for sure. But uh, stay well, bro.